0: And if you're listening to us, then it's obviously Friday, 5 a.m. I like to say it's obviously 5 a.m. every morning. But every morning, obviously, it's 5 a.m., but we're not on every morning. We're on every Friday, though. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me cue up the applause. Generic applause. Oh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the subject now of the many beefs or tiffs or... Just bad karma Between two people Or two groups of people With the notorious The notorious B.I.G. A.K.A. Biggie Smalls So the remainder Of this actual recording We're just going to refer to the notorious B.I.G. As Biggie Smalls Or Biggie Because saying notorious Or B.I.G. Just sounds to me Just like you know I don't know how the hell they gave him the name Notorious B.I.G. Maybe he thought of it, but why didn't they just sign him as Biggie Smalls? Isn't that crazy? Not that many people nowadays actually freaking think of him as the Notorious B.I.G. Everybody, everybody calls him Biggie or Biggie Smalls. Nobody says, hey, the Notorious. The, remember white people back in the day? They used to say, hey, the Notorious Big. <laughs> Oh, God. So anyway, first up is the beef that, and, and keep in mind, obviously, I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just like, this is just my guesstimation of my opinion on the outside looking in. It's not like I was there and I saw key witnesses and talked to specific people, because obviously not. I was like six. No, I was like 10 or 11. So apparently Wu Tang and Biggie had some uh, some type of beef or some heat with each other. See, the thing is, maybe, maybe uh, Wu Tang, and this was true because I think Rayquan actually alluded to it, but you know, freaking cutting and editing is everything. So Rayquan could have been talking about something totally different, and freaking they could have cut it and edited it make it look like freaking they were asking him about something He, you know what I'm saying so who knows but courting for Raekwon allegedly they responded because of the way Biggie was acting like he came out and he was just acting way too flashy and putting himself out there like that and then they didn't like the point uh where Biggie was like just using um in freaking what video was it in morning when Biggie said they want to stick me for my cream cream is a word that uh, Wu-Tang uh, created or somebody within the Wu-Tang, you know what I'm saying? So they took offense to that. And then there was the uh, the one where uh, Biggie put a picture of himself on his album cover. But you got to remember, folks... It, it's not like, did Biggie come out and say, I want a picture of somebody that looks like me as a kid on my album cover? Or was that freaking Puffy's idea? Or somebody else? Or, you know what I'm saying? But back to the matter at hand. Because Nas actually did that. And they were trying to say that Biggie bit off Nas on the album cover. But back to the matter at hand. They were accusing Biggie of using Wu Tang's. Uh, Words and shit like that that they created. But here's the thing though Biggie was given shout outs if, you know, any of them would have listened to the rest of the album. And I'm pretty sure they did eventually. You know what I'm saying? At the time, they would just, it's, it's, it's your Wu Tang. You're so focused on your own shit. You're not really listening to other people's shit like that. You know what I'm saying? put on the rest of Biggie's album Method Man was on there and then Friend of Mine the song Friend of Mine Biggie made the uh the freaking what the hell was the lyric he had the lyric knocking some Wu-Tang M-E-T-H-O shit look at them lips and hips on that bit that was Biggie's lyric he right there he was giving a shout out to Wu-Tang like I said, and then he had the Man on that, and on that same album. And then he said Cream. You know what I'm saying? In the uh, the warning, uh, song, warning. So three times, three times he pretty much, well, twice he gave a shout out to Wu-Tang, and once he actually had a Wu-Tang member on there. So I don't think, like, I think it was just strictly competition. And then they had the song on Biggie's second album. I forgot how the lyric went off the top of my head. But apparently there was no the opening line was getting directed towards Wu Tang. I mean, I don't see how that goes. You know, that's just the word in the street. But regardless of the case though, I just think that if it did turn into bad heat, or not even bad heat, just regular heat. It just seems like it was just competition, just the spirit of competition, and that's what it you know, pretty much was. At first it was probably miscommunication or misunderstanding. Which, was un- which is understandable. So I'd like to go into the freaking story about Tupac and Biggie, but everybody's... Let's be honest, folks. Who the fuck hasn't heard the story about Tupac and Biggie? I'm not going to go into it, because everybody's already fucking heard it. But we'll go into the story about Nas and Biggie. I don't... How is Nas and Biggie Like I've never Have anybody seen pictures of them together In the studio just chilling I mean like That's what I'm saying Like that that picture with Bone Thugs in it When they did Notorious Thugs Was Nas in that picture Because there was a lot of motherfuckers in that picture So if Nas was in that picture I don't think Nas and Biggie Freaking I think that was all fluff A lot of people like that was all fluff and a lot of people trying to freaking like make bigger than it was. If Nas was in that picture, that that's Biggie's second album, and that's proof right there that it wasn't like that. I mean, Nas came out and said that uh kicking the door was actually the well the opening line at least was uh for Nas. Which is understandable. Because he was talking about Big Willie and Rapidods and stuff like that. Which is funny, too, because in the Get Money, right? Get Money remix, Little Zees came out and said something about uh, Big Willie style, and yeah. Uh, and then a few years, like two years later, from Namaste, still a year later, even. Or whenever the fuck A year or two later Will Smith Will Smith Came out with an album And it was actually His first album Under the name Will Smith Before that I remember It was Fresh Prince And DJ Jazzy Jeff Before he started The Fresh Prince uh, Television show A little history lesson and then he came out with his first album Under his actual name, Will Smith I think his actual name is probably William Smith or something like that Maybe he's got a middle name, who knows But if you're he smart, he's been around all these years He can actually trademark his name Will Smith Because if he signs to a record label Will Smith If he's smart he's like, Nope, this is my name You can't take my name and make money off of it My name's my shit But Whatever the case is came out with an album called Big Willie Style (laughs) oh boy which is like it threw me off because he came out with Big Willie Style and if I'm not mistaken wasn't this around the same time like Biggie's album dropped or right around there I'm gonna look it up right now actually Will Smith Big Willie Style so we're gonna figure this one out Came out November 25th, 1997, Big Willie style. Ready? When did Life After Death come out? I'm not, I'm actually saying that into the microphone. I'm not actually saying that into my microphone. As you can clearly tell, I'm typing, so. If you thought I was using that freaking computer voice, no. So, uh, it says how many copies it freaking sold, doesn't say when it actually came, thank you Wikipedia, March 25th, 1997, so Will Smith's album, Big Willie Style, was actually uh, the same exact year, one was November, the other was March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So, eight months later, Will Smith had the album Big Willie Style. Which is so funny. Because a lot of rappers were using the term Big Willie and Big Willie Style. But back to the matter at hand. I don't think um, Nas and Biggie freaking actually had beef like that. Or any, any heat like that. I mean, it does sound suspicious. When he said Big Willie, um, what did it say? As that crushed so-called Willie's thugs and rapper Don. Nas never claimed to be a thug, but a rapper Don, I can understand. I don't know how. I would put Nas more in that ca- category as a rapper Don than a thug. And then there was the beef with uh, Craig Mac and Biggie. And I don't know what that situation is, but it seems, once again, like I said, I, I obviously wasn't there. Who the fuck am I? I'm just saying my opinion from freaking the outside looking in. It seems like it was just more the spirit, again, of the spirit of competition. And on top of that, there's so much competition building up. You're with this guy, like, almost 24-7 when you're going on tours, the tour bus, autograph signings, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? There's so much freaking competition right there. Begin with And then you're with this guy 24-7 Then you got freaking P-Duty in your air, And take that Take that Yeah Yeah go ahead Bad boy Bad boy It's about me It's about me We won't stop I won't stop I mean we won't stop So the beef With Puffy and Biggie When Biggie was about to leave the record Okay I can understand that 100% Because you gotta understand Eventually, people move on. You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent ain't signed to Shady Aftermath. You know what I'm saying? He went on diddling. Look how big he fucking made it. Holy shit. Who would imagine? Because eventually it happens. It's Jay-Z. I mean, well, the whole situation with, Jay- with Jay-Z and Rockefeller and all that. That's understandable. But Jay-Z's still dropping albums. And it ain't on Rockefeller, folks. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg ended up leaving freaking Death Row Records and then bought fucking Death Row Records, him and a bunch of other people, but he's still kind of, sort of, owner of Death Row Records. Maybe he's got majority ownership, maybe he has part ownership, who cares? Like, he's still part owner of Death Row Records. Who would've thunk it? Eventually, Biggie was going to leave fucking Bad Boy Records. Eventually, Tupac would've left Bad Boy, uh, Death Row Records. You know what I'm saying He probably would have signed personally I think Pac probably would have uh, stayed At freaking Death Row another three or four years Got all his albums out Got bigger and then eventually After like the smoke has settled And the dust has cleared and fucking Then would have went back and made a few albums here and there That's just my opinion Biggie I think who knows what Biggie would have done Who knows Like that's just freaking you know You never know He He was trying to get his clothing label off he was, he was trying to set up his other record label. He secretly produced Lil Kim's record. Or so was it Puff Diddy that P duty that did that? Um, a lot of people said it was Little Kim. Which is weird because Biggie, uh, Puffy was on fucking Little Kim's fucking album. Isn't that weird? So he's another freaking, he, he's like a uh, an hour and a half worth of recording on his own fucking P-duty, because that guy's a freaking, oh gosh, and that's just my opinion, you know. You see what you see, you hear what you hear, and this guy talks a lot, and he just, in all sorts of hypocrisy and lies, he catches himself in, well, he puts himself into. But we're going to go into that on another day, folks. So welcome back. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen, 5 a.m. in the morning. And as you can tell, I'm half awake right now, so <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Cue the generic applause.